This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program this morning. My name is Mike Flick and I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Pachastrum. And today we're continuing a five-part series that we've entitled Marriage Medicine. If your marriage is suffering, I believe there's some things that you can immediately do that will help. And then if you continue to apply these things, I believe you'll see long-term and lasting results. The first thing we talked about was the power of an apology, a sincere humble effort at saying I'm sorry. Uh, The second lesson we talked about the necessity of reading the Bible together and how that opens up the lines of communication. Thirdly we talked about having time for a date night. Make the time. Find the time. Enjoy each other's company but do it as often as you can. Today we're going to talk about this particular aspect of marriage medicine that is worshiping God together. For some people And I'm not quite sure why this happens. Whenever they begin to struggle in their marriage, they also begin to struggle to come to church. I'm not quite sure why people think that less church will somehow help your marriage. I've actually heard some people say that going to church is not a good way to have quality time with your family. Friend, I'd have to strongly disagree. I think that's one of the highest quality things you can do with your spouse or your family is to spend time in the house of God worshiping the Lord together. I think this will be immediately apparent to anybody that has spent time in church. But if you go to a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, Bible-practicing church, then during that church service you are going to hear the Word of God. Right? The Bible says, preach the Word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, For all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So I think it's fairly obvious. If you're in the right kind of a church, you are going to hear something eventually. I know not every sermon is about your marriage, but you are going to hear something that improves the quality of your spiritual life And there are going to be some Sundays where you're going to hear something that immediately helps your marriage coming straight out of the Word of God. So just being there consistently, there's no way that it can hurt your marriage to be a a functioning member in your local church. Being faithful to what is important is a very necessary precedent to have in your life. For your spouse to know that you are going to do the right thing at the right time. That is a very important thing for your spouse to know about you. And when it comes to the right thing at the right time, on Sunday morning, listen, this is the Lord's day. That's the Lord's day. This is God's time. These are important things. The Word of God is going to change my life. It's going to make me a better uh, husband, a better father, a better person in general. I want to be around that. For you to consistently be a part of that. That's something that your spouse needs to be able to trust in you. As soon as you start to let that slip and say, well, the things of God are important, but not that important. Well, then what does that say then about other areas of your life that should be important? 
are you also going to likewise let those things begin to slip? Being in church together, now please understand, just sitting in church, that's not going to get the job done. You need to worship in church, in spirit and in truth. Be there to learn. Be there to participate. Pay attention to what's being said. Sing with all your heart. Pray when it's time to pray. Give when it's time to give. Something that I draw for our couples whenever we go through pre-marriage counseling with young couples, I always draw a little illustration for them called Marriage Mountain. And this is very easy for you to picture in your mind. If you have a mountain, write a simple triangle if you can just picture that in your mind. And you have the Lord Jesus Christ at the top of that mountain. And then one spouse is on uh, one side of the mountain at the bottom. The other spouse on the other side at the bottom. Both spouses need to do their utmost to climb marriage mountain. And as they climb and get closer and closer to the Lord automatically what's going to happen is they are getting closer and closer to each other. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, two are better than one. Right? This links into what God said about Adam in Genesis chapter 2. It's not good for the man that he should be alone. Right? So God made him a help meet for him. Uh, so two are better than one. But you know what's better than two? Three. But you've got to be careful on that third person. Be careful. You've got to include the right, the right person to bind your marriage together. Oh, you've put the wrong one in there and you can break a marriage apart. But if you put the Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of that marriage, then the Bible says a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So you and your spouse worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ together, especially doing it through the efforts of your local church, I believe that is wonderful marriage medicine. Now you might say, but why would the local church be necessary for that? Can't we worship God together, just me and my spouse? Why, why would we need to include these others? Well, think about this. When you step into a church, now it depends on how big the church is, you might have dozens, you might have hundreds of other couples in that church that are likewise trying to grow closer to each other, trying to grow grow closer to the Lord, they have similar struggles that you have. You have people, dozens, hundreds of examples all around you, people that can hold you accountable, people that can help you, people you can learn from. Don't you see how that can immediately have a good effect on your marriage? Furthermore, when you walk into the house of God, the Bible says to obey them that have the rule over you. When you walk into church, you should be walking in with the attitude of submission, that I'm, I'm here, I recognize that God has put somebody else in charge, and I am willing to submit to this God-ordained authority. Well, this again builds trust in the marriage. Because if your spouse knows that you respect God-ordained authorities, then that is going to trickle down into your home. And you know that you respect the God-given order and structure, not only for the church, but for the home. So there's an important precedent that gets set when you worship God together in a church. But as I've said, it's not limited to the church. I believe there's plenty of ways that you can worship God together uh, privately or in your own home. And this is where I believe family devotions comes in and plays a big part. Now obviously if you have kids, this is going to greatly help them as well. But please do not think that 
just because kids are not in your home yet or perhaps they've already moved on, uh, you can still, you and your spouse can still continue having devotions together. And we've already talked about reading the Bible together and having these biblical and godly discussions. That's going to help you in a big way. But another part of family devotions is having an opportunity to testify, to communicate to your spouse, this is what's been going on in my heart. This is how I feel. This is the pressure I'm under. You can talk about the things that are vexing you. You can talk about the victories that you've had. You can talk about the uh, trials and tribulations. You can talk about your triumphs. And as you testify, you begin to praise the Lord together. You hear your spouse saying, this and this was a struggle. God gave me strength. Because you've just testified, you've shared your heart, you've poured out your heart, now you carry these things together to the Lord and put it there at His feet together. This is the perfect way to fulfill Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 2 where it says, Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Worshiping God together. Go to God together not just to talk about the things that you need or want, but also to say thank you. What a special moment to go to God together. Praise Him in unison. When done properly, this can only make two people closer to each other. Let me close today's program with something from Matthew chapter 5. You might remember where Jesus in, the, in His Sermon on the Mount, He was talking about somebody on His way to worship God at the altar. He was going to give a gift. And on His way, He remembers that His brother has aught against Him. Jesus' advice was, his command was, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. Now in the passage I realize that Jesus is talking about one person with any other person, okay? But can you, I'm sure that you can quickly see how this could apply to a, a, a man and his wife, to a spouse and a spouse. If I'm on my way to church and I know I'm going to go to church, I want to worship God, but me and my spouse haven't been getting along. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7 says, Your prayers can be hindered. It specifically talks about a husband and wife in that case. Your prayers can be hindered. You need to remember that you are heirs together of the grace of life. You need to dwell with each other according to knowledge. So if I know that we need to worship God together, then I know I need to keep my relationship good with my spouse because we need to get to the altar to offer our gift. Notice Jesus doesn't say because you and your brother are not getting along, skip the altar, skip the temple, just go make right with your brother and be done with it. No, no. Both things are in view. Fix the relationship with the brother and then come and offer the gift at the altar. So folks, you need to have it in your mind that I am definitely going to be heading to the church this Sunday. I'm definitely going to be a part of my local church, a functioning, participating member. And if that's the case, I need to maintain the relationship I have with my spouse so that nothing hinders us as we approach the Lord together. So having this mindset of worshiping God together it is going to make an immediate impact 
on your marriage. If you have any other questions about this, please feel free to reach out to us. You'll find our contact information on our website, bbcpotch.com. You're also welcome to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.